you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Family's Fly Free Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. Thanks for joining me again this week to talk about all things travel and how to save on travel more simply. So this week, I'm going to address a popular topic um, that I get asked a lot, and it is about how to find or get the best seat on a Southwest Airlines flight. So if you've been following me for very long, you probably know my favorite airline. If you want to fly free and bring a lot of people with you or bring your whole family with you and go many places, as many as you can, Southwest Airlines, I believe far and above has the best frequent flyer system, best loyalty program that allows you to do this. So my family pretty much always flies Southwest around the U.S. and the Caribbean, and that's how I teach the members of my family's Fly Free membership to fly free simply and easily around the U.S. and the Caribbean as well. Now, there are many, many great reasons to fly Southwest Airlines, um, which I've talked about in past podcasts, but there is one big downside that you have to um, get your mind around when it comes to Southwest, and that is that they do not assign seats ahead of time. So this worries um, a lot of families who are concerned, you know, am I going to be able to sit with my kids on the plane? And that's a very valid concern. And right away, I want to tell you, you know, we've been flying Southwest, you know, six times a year since 2015 and only once, and it was last year, I think, was I not able to at least sit um, one parent, one child together. So we, as a family of four, usually sit two and two. And that's never, ever been an issue. Um, so, but last fall, I did have um, a situation where my son, who is now 14, my youngest, so that is not that big of a deal. Um, in fact, he probably was happy not to sit next to his mom, um, but we couldn't find two seats together. And so um, he just sat literally right behind me. Um, so when you have younger kids, they are never ever going to let your younger kids sit by themselves. Like the, the staff at Southwest is outstanding. They do this, how many flights every single day, they are pros at this. Um, and if for some reason you find yourself in that situation, you just let a flight attendant know, and they will get someone to switch so that you and your, your child can sit together. Um, so I've seen that, um, happen on many, many flights and, you know, no one wants to sit next to a child that's not theirs without a parent. So it's, it's just never an issue. Um, but I'm going to talk with you today about my strategies that I've learned after countless flights on Southwest, you know, what we think is the best way, or at least how my family approaches getting the best seat on Southwest. And I do want to note that when they've done studies about which airline is able to um, get a plane boarded the fastest Southwest's 
process is the fastest, which is interesting. Um, and so that may be the reason they do it that way to try to keep things moving on time. Um, and when you think about it, like if everybody on another flight where they have assigned seats kind of loading in and they're in all areas of the plane and they're holding it, you know, they're in the aisle trying to put their bag up, usually on a Southwest flight, like the front's going to fill and then it's going to move all the way to the back. So it just, it turns out it's a more efficient way to board a plane. And so um, try to look at it that way. It's going to help you get to your destination faster. And once you get used to this process, it's really is not a big deal. And um, just remember your whole family is flying free somewhere multiple times every year. So um, this is a small inconvenience, I think, um, in order to be able to do that, because you're not going to be able to do that on any other airline. So let's start with how their boarding process works. Um, there's a lot of different components to this, and there are some um, add-ons that you can pay for to help give you a better chance of um, being able to choose a suit, seat earlier, et cetera. And we'll talk about all of that. So um, basically the way Southwest has it set up is you are giving given a boarding order based on when you check in for the flight. And um, most people can't check in until exactly 24 hours ahead of their flight's departure time. Um, and so they give you a boarding order ranging from A1 to C60. So you have A1 through um, 60, B1 through 60, and then C1 through 60 are your three boarding groups. So A1 is going to board first, C60 is going to board last, and you're given a boarding letter and number like that based on when you check in. So here's how the check-in process goes. So again, most people, um, unless you have um, a higher class of ticket, which is not something we recommend purchasing, or if you hold status with Southwest, again, not something we recommend going for, um, or you pay for a service called Early Bird, um, everyone else is gonna board or is gonna check in 24 hours ahead of time. And you're going to do that online um, or on your phone, whatever has the best Wi-Fi signal, the fastest Wi-Fi signal would be my recommendation. And you're going to have your flight pulled up in the app and you're going to click check in the second the clock turns over um, to your departure time. Now, the ways that you can get ahead of that are as follows. This is the order that people are checked in. So the first people to get checked in are the business select um, ticket class. So that is the most expensive fare that you will find on Southwest. And I don't think there's any reason to pay for that fare um, because all it, it does get you um, a guaranteed A1 through 15. That's the biggest perk there. Um, but otherwise, there's no benefit to it. It gives you more points per dollar if you're paying for the flight. We never, ever teach you to pay for a flight in dollars um, under my system. We always have you pay in points because that's much, much better way to do it. And we show you how to do that, even if you don't have points to start with. Um, so you're going to get a guaranteed A1 through 15. You're going to get a free drink and you're going to get more points per dollar if you pay cash and you're going to get access to a special check-in line. That can be helpful in cases like where I found in Orlando in March, the 500 person long line um, to check a bag. Um, so that, that would have been a place where that would have been helpful. Okay, so business select gets checked in first and then followed by Southwest um, elite status 
members. So that's A-list and A-list preferred. So they get checked in after business select. And this is before the 24-hour mark of everyone else. And then after them are folks who've paid for what's called early bird. So early bird is um, $15 to $25 per person per direction. Um, So you wouldn't, like if you had a connection, you're not going to pay early bird also for the flight from the connecting city to your final destination. So just per way, um, early bird fee. And what that does is it just checks you in ahead of everyone else who's checking in at the 24 hour mark. But as you can see, it's going to check you in behind the business select people and the um, elite status people. But again, before the 24 hour mark people and the way early bird works is it checks you in based on when you purchased it. So if you purchased it six months ahead of your flight, you're probably going to be one of the first early bird people to be checked in. If you purchased it two days before your flight, you're going to be at the end of everyone who's purchased early bird. And I'm asked a lot if I recommend early bird. So these days, early bird, like remember early bird does not guarantee you any particular boarding order. And I think a lot of people for some reason, think that it guarantees you an A boarding order. And it absolutely does not. Um, It only guarantees, again, that you're checked in ahead of everyone else. And Southwest over the last couple of years has added early bird as a perk um, and particularly on um, three of their credit cards. Each person gets two early birds every year, each card holder. Um, And so that means more people are using early bird, are paying for early bird. And the more people that are paying for early bird, the further down the line you are in getting checked in when you pay for it. Cause you don't really know where in that order you are. There's no way to know that. So you don't know if you're the 30th person to buy early bird, or if you're the second person to buy early bird. Um, so we find a lot of times that you buy early bird and you still sometimes end up at the, you know, mid to end of B. And what you, where you really want to be, um, ideally, is in A. Um, so if you can figure out how to get in A, that's the, the best. Um, but again, I mean, I have been, I have forgotten to check in until like two hours later before because of a time zone issue. So always keep time zones in mind, you guys. Um, and ended up at the back of C and still was able to sit two and two, even though we were at the back of the plane. So it's, none of it is um, a major ordeal. I don't think, unless sitting at the front of the plane is really important to you for some reason. Um, Again, with kids, you're always going to be able to sit with your kid one way or another. They're going to figure that out. The downside would be is if you ended up in a middle seat, you know, two adults in the back of C and there was just no two seats left together and you ended up, you know, each in a middle seat. But you know what? It's, you know, a couple hour flight. So you'll be all right. (laughs) So I look at it. You're flying free. Um, And we actually prefer now to sit in the back of the plane. Um, And some reasons why are, A, it makes for awesome photos. And speaking of that, in the um, Families Fly Free membership coming up at the end of June, one of our members who is a uh, professional photographer is going to lead a whole webinar for members on how to take better travel photos with your phone. Um, So she's going to tell you about apps and settings and how to take photos at night. I always struggle with that with my phone. And even how to get those beautiful over the wing shots. 
And so you get those over the wing shots from the back of the plane. So like if you're flying somewhere like the Caribbean or Hawaii, where you're going to just have amazing views outside your window. And we find even like flying out West, we inevitably the flight path goes over some of the Utah national parks and the Grand Canyon. So you can see the Grand Canyon from the air and like arches and Canyon lands from the air, which is really, really cool. You can get some really good pictures of those. Um, anyway, so that's a reason to sit in the back, but, um, also just in terms of COVID and germs and all that, there's less people walking by you. If you sit in the back of the plane, if you're sitting in the front of the plane, you're going to have the whole, everyone boarding the plane and looking for a seat. going to have to walk by you, uh, before they find their seat in the back. So those are a couple of reasons why we like the back of the plane. Um, you know, it's a, it's a downside. If you have a quick connection and you need to get off the plane, that would be the only time where you might want to be in the front. Um, but otherwise I'm generally not in a hurry, you know, so we just need to get off and get our bags and Southwest seems to do that pretty efficiently. So it's never been a problem for us. Um, so in terms of early bird, um, that's a risk. So early bird again is 15 to $25 per person per way. And you might end up in the back of B. So just keep that in mind. Now, the time, the reason I like to use early bird sometimes is if I don't think I'm going to remember to check us in, or if I'm someplace where I can't check us in, like we've had situations when we were out at a national park, when we 24 hours ahead of our you know, flight departure time to go back home, or we were out on a boat, um, or we were on another flight. So if you're in a situation like that, where you can't check in, then it makes sense to get early bird for the re sole reason of it automatically checks you in and, and they, it checks you in 36 hours ahead. So again, before the 24 hour people, so you don't have to worry that you're going to forget about it. So for me, that's worth the price sometimes, um, to just know that's taken care of. I'm pretty good at like forgetting. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have, have a hard time. Like, okay, we're getting almost to the, you know, five minutes ahead and I inevitably get distracted and like I'm a minute behind checking in or something. So, um, that part can be a little stressful too. this whole checking in right at 24 hours. Um, so if, if you don't like that early bird can save you that hassle as well. Okay. Now another option that you have, um, is when you are at the gate, if they haven't sold all of their business select seats, which are the A1 through 15 seats, you can upgrade to one of those seats. Um, and those cost between 30 and $40. So what you do is you go up to the gate agent and you ask if they have any A1 through 15s left. Um, and if they do, you can upgrade. And two of the Southwest cards, the high-end personal card, which is the priority card, and the high-end business card, which is the performance business, both of those come with four a1 through 15 upgrades every year. And I really like that feature. So if you have both of those, um, you can get a family of four, you know, upgraded twice or um, every year, which is great. So they renew every single year. It's not just a one-time only thing. And you basically just charge, you charge, you pay for it with your Southwest card and then Southwest just automatically credits you back. So you never, ever have to pay for that. 
So what, um, what we did recently with our performance business um, in flying to Kauai, because that's such a long flight, that was one where uh, my husband is tall. So he in particular likes to be able to choose. He likes the window seat now. He feels like he has a little bit more space over there um, to stretch out with his legs. Or, and if he can get a um, emergency row seat, he will have a lot more room. And so we decided to use those um, two of them on the way to Kauai and then two of them coming back to LAX from Kauai to try to get um, he and my oldest son, um, the, our two tallest people, uh, into the exit rows. And so we, we, so we used four of them that way. Um, and that worked perfectly. They were able to get exit row seats and they were, which was really nice. They had maximum room for, you know, a five and a half hour flight to Hawaii. So that was nice. Um, so I think I really like that feature. I think that's a great option. Now, the downside to that is that sometimes they sell out of those. And so for example, we were headed to Orlando last fall and um, they were completely sold out. I did ask to upgrade because I think that was a situation where I had checked in a, a couple minutes late. And so we didn't have the boarding orders that we wanted. It still ended up being just fine. Um, we were able to sit together, but uh, sometimes they do sell out. And another warning I will give you about um, flights to Orlando which are full of kids going to Disney World and Universal Studios um, is Southwest will allow families with kids ages six or younger to board between the A boarding group and the B boarding group, which is really nice for families. Um, they also allow active military to board between A and B also. But if you're going some and it's two adults can board with if you have any children six or younger. Um, so that could be you and a grandparent. It could be you and a friend. It doesn't have to necessarily be the two parents. So just two adults, um, if you have kids, any kids, six or younger. Um, but what happens going to Orlando is there's so many kids, six or younger, that they all board after a group. And there was literally like on our last trip, no one, maybe like 10 people in the whole B one through 60 boarding group, because they had all, they all had clearly B boarding orders, but they went ahead and boarded between A and B. So that's a situation where a B boarding order is not going to help you very much because, um, at all the families, that's what was the majority of the passengers boarded right after a, so there's all kinds of different scenarios that can happen here. Another one that we saw going to Florida one time, not Orlando was, um, there was so many people in wheelchairs needing wheelchair assistance and those people board first. Um, and so that took up a ton of seats um, as well. So you just never know what's, what's going to come, but just be cool about it. Remember, you're going to figure out how to sit together. Even if you're in the back of the plane, it's just one flight. You'll make it right. You won't even remember this going forward. Um, all right. So our strategy knowing all of those options, right, is generally um, what we like to do is give um, my husband, because he's the tallest and that picking a seat is the most important for him. For me, I, don't, I really don't care. So it's not a big deal for me. I'd prefer not a middle seat, but whatever. I'm totally fine if I'm in a middle seat. Um, so we give him and my oldest son, the two 
highest boarding orders and Southwest does not check the name on your ticket. So you can just redistribute amongst your family, however you want. So we make sure that he and my oldest son have the two highest boarding orders. And then myself and my youngest son have the two lowest. So I take the third one. And then my um, youngest son takes the fourth one. So the strategy here is that we grab two window seats, like each adult is going to grab a window seat. And um, when you're boarding on Southwest plane, because there's no set seat assignments, the middle seat is going to fill up last because we all know nobody wants to sit in the middle seat. So everyone's going to fill in. I mean, unless there's two people like a couple or a family sitting together and they're going to sit in the middle seat, but, but the middle seats aside from that are going to be the last to fill up. So you're going to have the um, aisle and the windows are going to fill up first. So if you are boarding and you want someone to sit next to you and they have a boarding order, a couple behind you, it's usually not a big deal because no one's going to take that middle seat yet. It's going to be what till you're in the C group and probably the end of that before people have to start filling in those middle seats. So I don't think it's a risk at all. You take your window seat or your aisle seat, and you're going to have that window seat for your child to sit with you whenever they come along in their boarding order. But, you know, usually if you check in all together, your boarding orders are going to be, um, you know, if you're all under the same confirmation number, your boarding orders are going to be um, sequential. They're going to be right behind one another. Um, so that's our strategy. Um, each adult grabs, you know, the window or the aisle that we want. Um, and then you can, um, leave the middle seat for your child to fill in. We have had a rare occasion where we could all sit, um, but sometimes we can sit two and then two behind in the row behind, um, but that doesn't always happen. Okay, everyone, those are my best strategies for what you can do to get yourself the best possible seat on a Southwest plane. So I hope that helps you uh, with your travels the rest of the year. Try not to worry about it too much. Don't stress out about it. It's just a flight. Um, but hopefully this will give you some suggestions to get you closer to where you really want to sit and make sure that you can sit with your family. So have a great rest of your week, everyone, and I will see you on the next episode of the Families Fly Free podcast. Happy travels. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Families Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step -step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com slash join. That's familiesflyfree.com slash join to learn more and get started flying free today.